Welcome to Breaking It Down, a podcast from the Multiple Sclerosis Trust. I'm Will. I'm a volunteer with DMS Trust. I have multiple sclerosis, as well as a small recording studio and evidently way too much time on my hands this year. And all of those factors have conspired to bring you yet another episode of Ask the Expert Redux. Ask the Expert In Ask the Expert Redux, I take a sharp scalpel to the video library of the MS Trust and using the découpé cut-up technique, reorganize them into a brand new beat poem full of information and entertainment. Because, well, my name's Will, and especially in the winter, William Burroughs. Now, remember, I am a volunteer, and so all of the views and opinion I will express in this episode are mine and not those of the MS Trust. The topic of today's episode needs to be struck right. It often characterizes delicate acts, and it's an obsession of the BBC's, which forever purports to be acting in its interest. Of the topic, not the BBC. It's also the name of the button I turn to make my voice wander from the left to the right and then back to the center of the stereo field. You've guessed it, it's balance and its issues. Unsteadiness, dizziness, vertigo... Without further ado, let's meet our expert. I'm David Herdman. I'm a neuro and vestibular physiotherapist working in London. You spin me right round, baby, right round, like a record, baby, right round, round, round. I've often wondered if Pete Burns may have had multiple sclerosis in mind when writing this, but then upon further inspection, I noticed the lyric contained the line, all I know is that to me, you look like you're lots of fun, which would somewhat invalidate this theory. Still, this song has been cropping up in my head, uninvited with irritating recurrence over the last couple of years, because balance issues and dizziness are a feature of my own multiple sclerosis relapses. First, let's have David walk us through the basics. What's involved in maintaining a good sense of balance? So we use lots of different sensory systems for our balance and orientation. So we use our inner ear balance, which senses movement of our head, but we also use our hearing and we use our vision, so what we see, and we use the sense uh, that comes from our muscles and joints, which tells us where our limbs are in space. So the brain integrates all of those different senses and helps us to stay upright and balanced and, and orientated. What causes balance problems in MS? So really, a disruption in any of those different senses can lead to a sensation of dizziness or unsteadiness. So in essence, there's quite a lot of things that can cause dizziness. But a common cause of dizziness is a condition within the vestibular system, so the inner ear balance mechanisms, uh, which uh, has connections through the inner ear uh, up to the lower part of the brain and, and into the uh, upper parts of the, of the brain as well, where dizziness is perceived. So demyelinating disease can affect those pathways and, and cause dizziness. But we also know that uh, people with MS are particularly prone to a form of vertigo called BPPV, benign paroxysmal positional vertigo. And this causes symptoms of dizziness when they lay down in bed or roll over in bed or tip their head up in these kind of positions uh, that can provoke dizziness just for a short period of time. This is a mechanical problem of the inner ear and can get better with some specific treatments as well. Balance is just another one of those things that's easy to take for granted 
until it stops working, very much like a flushing toilet or, I don't know, democracy. It is hard to overstate the complexity of balance as a physiological function, but I can reach for a computing parallel to give you an idea. In 1997, famously, the chess grandmaster Garry Kasparov was defeated by the IBM supercomputer Deep Blue. Kasparov was understandably disheartened by this result, whereas Deep Blue was said to have been chuffed to bits. For comparison, self-balancing scooters, those two-wheeled electronic platforms, sometimes incorrectly called hoverboards, self-balancing scooters have only been in mass production since 2014, although they have more than made up for it by being exasperatingly ubiquitous ever since. This gives you an idea of the technological gap. Computers were able to play chess better than humans in 97, the year of the Motorola StarTac and the first PlayStation, but it was only in the year of the iPhone 6 and the PlayStation 4, that's three whole PlayStations later, that computers were finally able to figure out which way is up. It is the very complexity of balance, the fact that it relies on so many different neurological systems that makes it so prone to disruption by multiple sclerosis. So how is this investigated? What test can you expect if you refer to a physio for balance issues? So usually a physiotherapist would ask you quite a number of different questions to try to establish what are the different characteristics of the dizziness. So when it might come on, what kind of movements might, might trigger it and how long it would last. Then they would typically do an examination which involves looking at your eye movements uh, and certain reflexes of your head and your eyes, uh, as well as doing a specific test for positional vertigo where they lay you down uh, on the plinth and see whether that reproduces your symptoms. And then they may also go on to look at your balance and your walking. And then after that, they'll be in a position to recognise whether some exercises might be able to help you or whether you might need some further investigations. Also, if you visit a vestibular physio but don't pay them, then they'll keep sending you letters talking about your outstanding balance, which, I mean, it's nice to get a compliment from a professional, isn't it? Leaving jokes aside for a moment, what interventions would a physio recommend to treat balance problems? So one of the interventions is called vestibular rehabilitation. Essentially, this is an exercise-based therapy which involves different eye and head and body movements. And the idea is to gradually desensitise the brain to the movements and the activities that might bring on dizziness. There are also some other specific treatments for other vestibular conditions as well, which involves specific uh, manoeuvres. But essentially, exercise is a key treatment for dizziness and balance problems. Vestibular rehabilitation sounds intriguing, doesn't it? To me, it sounds like a technique where you do your drug detox in the lobby of the treatment center so as to avoid having to pay for the three weeks, however long it is. But no, of course, it's not that kind of vestibule. It's the organ, you know, in the inner ear, in the middle of the labyrinth, which sounds like a joke, but isn't. So how does it work? How does vestibular rehabilitation work? So essentially, vestibular rehabilitation works uh, by bringing on dizziness a little bit so that the brain can put it right. So over time, the brain desensitizes to the kind of movements and environments that at one time may have provoked the dizziness in the first place. Well, fancy that. I guess you could say the treatment for balance issues is to literally, as well as figuratively, lean into it. I remember when I was recovering from my own vertigo relapses, I did balance exercises I found on the internet. 
walking in a straight line whilst tilting or rotating your head this way and that. And it helped. It really helped regain functionality, um, hopefully quicker than if I hadn't done then. But interestingly, I still get BPPV if I pitch my head all the way back. And I suspect that's because it's an axis up and down, the pitch axis, that I haven't exercised quite as much as the other two, your and roll. You see, my own philosophy when it comes to any MS symptom that's trying to stop you doing something is to try to do it anyway. So you can imagine my delight every time I find out that my own pig-headed mix of denial and obstination turns out to be a valid clinical strategy. Of course, it's not as simple as that. I could paraphrase the serenity prayer made famous by the Alcoholics Anonymous program and say that we need the serenity to accept the things we cannot do the strength to attempt the things we can do, and the wisdom to know the difference. And for me, the simplest way to know the difference is to try. And when it works, and it does work, because of the miracle of neuroplasticity, it's as much function practiced, which is as much function retained. But back to David. Is there any medication that can help? So generally, we avoid medications. So usually it doesn't really work. And also taking um, medication over a long period of time can sometimes worsen the problem of unsteadiness and balance. Essentially, some medication that, can, that suppresses the vestibular system that can actually delay recovery and affect the parts of the brain that we need to naturally recover. So usually uh, we don't encourage long-term use of medication, although there are a few conditions where that can be helpful. So it's worth, if you're concerned about medication, speaking to your doctor. So here again, no magic pill, no miracle drug, no silver bullet, which is something you hear very often when it comes to MS symptom management. Medication is rarely the first port of call and almost never the only one. The clue is in the word, rehabilitation. It's about regaining function, regaining ability, as opposed to simply suppressing a symptom. And whether we're talking about a fractured ankle or a woozy vestibule, the patient themselves have a huge role to play in their own recovery. Starting with exercise, are there any types of exercise that can improve balance? So yes, outside of traditional vestibular rehabilitation, uh, think about any kind of exercise that involves head or um, uh, full body rotation or, or, or movements. So that's why, for example, I think racket sports are, are a really good idea. Uh, also, there is some evidence towards Tai Chi uh, due to its focus on balanced postures and those kind of things. But really, any kind of exercise that you enjoy and you engage with. But be specific. So it's got to challenge your balance. Uh, it's got to be quite difficult in order for you to, to improve. And if you want to see how easy it is to challenge your balance, even if you don't have MS, try standing on one leg for just 60 seconds. And if you think that's easy, try again but with your eyes closed. This was the theme of a recent episode of the BBC's Just One Thing podcast. I put a link in the episode notes. But in essence, there are tremendous benefits to strengthening your balance, even if you don't have MS. And that's because our balance starts to deteriorate, as so many things do when we hit middle age, because poor balance is self-evidently a contributing factor in the occurrence of falls, which themselves are the leading cause of injury in the UK. So those dots connect themselves, really. And the simple way to improve your balance is to stand on one leg. Start with a minute on each leg every day. You can do this whilst brushing your teeth. Your family might snigger now, but it will probably save them a trip to A&E further down the line. 
Sometimes in MS, the same symptom can have several different causes in terms of where the lesions are located, which means that the same symptom may require different treatment depending on its etiology. This too should be a familiar theme if you've listened to the other episodes of Ask the Expert Redux. So, if your balance problems are caused by lesion on the brainstem, will physio work? So that's a good question, and the brainstem is a complex structure. Uh, so it depends on what part of the brainstem is affected and how that might manifest. So, for example, there are some eye movement disorders that typically wouldn't respond to exercise. Nevertheless, in the largest study that's been completed to date, uh, they looked at uh, vestibular rehabilitation in people with MS, and they compared the results of people with brainstem lesions and without brainstem lesions, and they found similar levels of benefit from uh, both of those treatment groups. So there was no significant difference. So that suggests that even patients with brainstem lesions might benefit from vestibular rehabilitation and physiotherapy to, to manage their dizziness problems. Well, there you have it. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't say no, no, no if they try to make me go to this particular rehab. And for our final question, what three practical tips would you give to someone with balance and dizziness problems? So I think the first one is seek the appropriate help and try to see a specialist with uh, interest or knowledge of the vestibular system, and that can be uh, a nurse or physiotherapist or sometimes audiologist as well. It's often a bit of a myth that uh, dizziness is not treatable. In actual fact, the vast majority of causes of dizziness can be uh, treated effectively uh, with trained specialists. Um, the second one would be try not to avoid those movements that, that bring on the dizziness. It's very natural and common that if something brings on dizziness, you're going to try to avoid it. But actually, um, bringing on that dizziness, even in the short term, if it makes you feel a little bit dizzy, can help the brain to recover and reduce the response to dizziness over time. And then the third thing is that exercise is safe. Uh, even if it does bring on a little bit of dizziness, uh, usually it is, is safe and actually is part of therapy. It's part of helping you to get better. But I think often people go full guns blazing and then they might need to rest up and uh, for longer afterwards. So that kind of boom and bust cycle doesn't necessarily help. So when you're exercising, just start off gradually, starting off with something very simple and easy and then gradually work up as you can tolerate more and more. And this brings our episode to a close. But as always, there's plenty more information on the MS Trust website. They have a page on balance at mstrust.org.uk slash balance. You'll find a recap of the crucial info as well as links to exercises, videos and studies. It's enough information to make your head spin. Ask the Expert Redux was prepared, produced and presented by the performing Parisian pop-up podcast Will Burrard. I have a fancy pop shield, I want to get my money's worth. Many thanks to the MS Trust, to David Herdman, whom we've heard in this episode. I'm sure he's turned more than a few heads over the course of his career. Ent Chapman did our theme tune, you can find him online at Ent Chapman Audio. Thank you very much for listening and cheerio, dio. Cheerio.